This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. News, laws, and regulations are changing by the day. We get it. And at ADP, we're here to help guide you with up-to-the-minute compliance expertise so you can pay your people accurately and on time, regardless of what each new day may bring. Learn more at ADP.com. Hi, my name's Mark Haywood. This is the Absolute Business Mindset, and here are some of my thoughts, ideas, and comments. So I want to talk about Agile. Now, there's a lot of people in business who are talking about being Agile in the market, being Agile projects, Agile sort of methodologies which are going to impact their business. And in most cases, people who are outside the tech industry don't really understand what Agile means. So I I hear a lot about how they're going to be Agile and be able to deliver projects with Agile, with, with an Agile framework, which mostly it means being able to pivot and be able to change and be able to get things right and get things delivered. When actual fact, the actual Agile methodology, which I've been working with in my tech environment for about a year and a half, maybe even two years, and this is completely different. And the the definition of the word Agile is used by lots of businesses, but the tech industry and other industries, to be fair, but the tech industry have sort of embraced what it is what actual agile methodology is actually about. So I'm going to spend some time today to talk about um, agile methodology in tech. And these are all experiences that I have had. So I I, I should be able to give you a pretty good definition um, if you're trying to think about implementing an agile, agile project. So there are there are meetings that need to be taking place when you're doing an agile methodology. The first one is a stand-up, which is every day. There is then a sprint planning meeting, sprint retrospective and review meetings, and backlog review meetings. So I'm going to start with the backlog review. So the backlog is all of the work that needs to be done Um for the whole of that product or service. So we have a backlog which um, has a number of items. They probably list about 100 or maybe a little bit more on projects, tasks, um, things that need to be done. Now, what we do on the backlog review meeting, which is probably the start of it, of it all, is we actually review the backlog and prioritize the things that we want to have in the next sprint. So we spend about an hour once every two weeks on a Friday to think about what we want to prioritize in our backlog. And in that, we will discuss any projects or tasks that need to be thought about. They will then go to the top of the list, our backlog, and we will then be able to uh, work out. Sometimes we do effort points, which I'll talk about in the sprint planning meeting in a minute. Um, But essentially, we are there to discuss what needs to be in the next sprint or two sprints or a couple of sprints. So that is done on a once every two week basis on a Friday. 
um, and then let's so that, so that was like minus one that was like zero um, and then we then start with the sprint planning meeting now this can be anything from an hour or an hour and a half every two weeks uh, so just to recap so we do sprints every two weeks so that means that we deliver um, tasks in a, in, a, in a period of a sprint within two weeks can be shorter can be longer depending on the type of the business or the type of the team that you've got but we do two-week sprints i'll maybe talk about that a little bit later on so so the sprint planning meeting is there and that is to be able to work out what needs to be in that two-week sprint so we will take what's in the backlog review and we will take them and we will talk about the different things that we need to be able to deliver in these next two weeks they are often often there is a velocity so there is a an amount of um there is an amount of uh, work that we will be able to achieve and these are done in effort points rather than hours or whatever and these effort points you work out how many effort points you'll be able to deliver now the more effort points you deliver the bigger the team the smaller the team usually the less effort points you're able to do and these can be translatable into hours and often when we're doing projects or we're we're doing a new change request for a client this is all based on effort points that equal how many hours we're going to charge to be able to deliver that service or product or, or enhancement to the product let's say so at the sprint planning meeting we will talk about what needs to be included in the next two weeks it's a very important meeting um, we work out how many sprint points and effort points we're going to do and then we work out of the tasks of the priority tasks they might be enhancements they might be technical debt they might be client requests uh, whatever they are we work out what are the most important things that we need to be able to deliver and we are then working out with often client requests trump everything because it brings in revenue everything else is usually something that enhances a client or perhaps internal teams that are related to our product um, and and so we we have to prioritize and make a call and there's basically usually the business people make the final decision because they have the greatest insight into what is actually most important um, from a business side so although the the techie people the, the the developers the developers and the testers are there to give their expertise is usually in our environment that the business take the call on what's the most important thing because if techies had their way they'd just reduce technical debt and they wouldn't necessarily talk about what we could enhance for for clients because they're less business focused so then let's move on to every day so every day we will spend we spend half an hour can be less can be more yeah it can't really be more than half an hour i think that's probably as much as you'd want it to be on a daily basis and um, we 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 talk about what uh we've done in that last 24 hours so uh we'll talk about the different projects that we're doing and how we're going to deliver them uh, within the sprint planning meeting you'll work out each of the tasks that need to be done uh beyond the sort of high level um change request or whatever it is um so that is important um and within each day people will give a review of what they've done in those last 24 hours and and if someone isn't really pulling their weight then the business people or even the techie people depending on who the person is would give a a review and just sort of suggest that people need to pull their finger out and do a bit more than what they're doing at the moment 
So, so that's all done. It's, it's a very accountable type of methodology. It keeps everyone that they need to be able to explain what they've done in the last 24 hours, which is really good because it, it forces people's hands. There's no hiding. It's hard to hide in, 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 in this sort of agile methodology. So you do get delivery on projects a lot faster, in my opinion, than the waterfall. I won't talk about the waterfall methodology, but essentially you can do some Google on that and you can find out agile is more fashionable at the moment and that's mainly because of the accountability and the the sort of expectation of being able to deliver quickly um, rather than it taking a couple of months to be able to do a release so so that's the sprint planning meeting they're the stand-up meetings and then the backlog review meetings which we've talked about the last meeting is the review and retrospective meeting now in this this is actually where people take stock of what they've actually done in that last two weeks in that last sprint and it's important because you need to be able to keep a a monitor on people on tasks on um any sort of bugs that have appeared in the sprint was there a particular problem that there was lots of bugs and therefore is the coding being done to a high enough standard is there code reviews is there enough reviews to be able to deliver so it's it's critical that um that people are given that accountability and and also in this retrospective and review it gives people the voice to be able to share where things are going well where things are not going well and that is the the responsibility for that is from the the business side and also the tech side as well the the developers and the qas so i would say the testers so i would say it is incredibly important that these things are included as well um and the review gives you a, a a point to be able to talk and and a sort of lessons learned what went well what didn't go well what you keep what you should start and uh what you should stop is often a good way of being able to propose that um that's essentially what you should be doing every two weeks as well so so that's agile um now within that there's different facets so i'm not going to go into each of the different facets of it but i would say that it works very well in tech industry because uh, a lot of the coders and, and testers are accountable and are talented and want to be delivering good projects. If there was a sort of industry that that wasn't so accountable or was difficult with motivation, I think it would be a bit of a problem because people wouldn't be so motivated to, to deliver on the on the on the two week sprint. Uh, give people places to hide, which Agile is very clear that there's no place to hide within Agile. So you can see the people who are working hard that are contributing to all the meetings in the people that are hiding or just sort of saying, oh, I didn't do much today. I'll, I'll deliver it tomorrow, etc." So it's incredibly important for people to be able to um, deliver consistent and high quality work as well. So, so, so that's agile. I'm happy to, uh, if you've got any comments or, or questions, then by all means, then uh, leave them in the notes or in the comment section that would be great um but that's a practical view of of agile methodology right my name is mark haywood you can check me out on twitter as mark haywood 169 youtube i've got a bunch of videos short videos about the things that i like to talk about uh, which is business technology and uh coaching 
and uh, there is a closed Facebook group which you can join, uh, which is Absolute Business Mindset. Um, there is this podcast which is here. So, um, any of the ways to be able to get in contact with me, happy to link in with you if you've got any questions or any comments about anything that I've talked about. Thank you very much. I'm John Priddo, host of the Checks and Balance podcast from The Economist. Each week, we unlock the stories and the trends shaping American politics, joined by The Economist journalists from around the world, plus expert guests. We dig into the ideas, the data, and the country's complex history to answer the big questions about where it's headed. That's Checks and Balance. Join me today and start listening on Acast, your podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts.